0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About Teaching. I'm Mrs Murray. Thank you so much for listening today. In this episode we're going to be talking about rest and recovery, resolving teacher burnout and allowing yourself to do nothing over the holidays. In my local authority we are two weeks off for spring, usually Easter holiday in our Scottish Curriculum for Excellence calendar. I know not all the local authorities get two weeks but I do hope everybody gets a couple of days for the long weekend and hopefully one week to be able to unwind and really relax. I think we're all familiar with the teacher expression, you know, we're absolutely on our knees or we're on our last legs. I think the difficulty is that in this last term, after not returning after Christmas, returning for primary teachers, and I know the same for ASN school teachers, and I know the same for secondary staff who are now revising timetables that they've only just put together with a few days a week back to what will be full-time return for secondary I can't imagine how much stress there is and I think the problem is that the job is never done. No matter what I do, there's always something I could be doing for school, for kids, for my professional development, for my classroom organisation during the holidays. But I need to realise that actually the most valuable thing for me is to allow myself to switch off, do nothing and not feel guilty for it. And you might have noticed that there has been a wee delay on this podcast episode coming. And I think I really needed just rest and recovery for myself. In the back of my mind, I think we're all quite strategic as teachers. You know, we think, well, if we use our holiday to really catch up on our forward plans, if we plan out for term four, or in my case, if I record the next three podcast episodes and schedule them in advance. And I think we need to cut ourselves some slack and remember, you know, we are all human teachers. We have a tendency to just keep on going until we absolutely drop. And I know in the last two weeks of our school, before we stopped for spring, actually, I had earache, I had sore throat. I, could, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, you might have heard it in my little voice one year on. I, I could feel my teacher tool, you know, my talking, my teaching voice really struggling and it, that is a depressing place to be at, and no one wants to be a teacher without that tool because you absolutely cannot be successful without it. I've had to be really quite clear with myself that um, I'm taking a rest, and recovery, recovering and I, I'm not feeling guilty for not doing all the things that I could be doing. It might be the same for my Scottish colleagues out here, but sometimes I'm on these Facebook pages about Scottish education or Scottish teachers pages. Or I'm following things on Twitter and Instagram or Pinterest that are actually all about learning and teaching and my professional development. And it's not actually me switching off. And sometimes I do do it for fun. You know, I go on to Pinterest and I enjoy creating a new topic folder and attaching any of the ideas that I've got. But I think the truth is what I need to recognise is that is not rest and recovery. And I need to feel okay and forgive myself and I hope that <laughs> as forgiven myself I can forgive anyone else. A teacher's job is never done. You're not expected to do it every hour of your life, during every holiday, during weekends. It's it's just not possible. It's not achievable. And it's probably a quicker way to put you right on the track of teacher bound and see yourself, you know, signed off and unwell. Because if you don't allow yourself to rest, you know, and you keep on pushing forward because there is there's a stigma. In school, I know it from the last three schools I've been in. It's a difficult one. No one wants to be seen to let down the team. The teacher side, we are a team in school. No one wants to be seen to give someone else a job that they know is assigned to you. No one else wants to be asking for any favours of anyone. And you know, it's a difficult, difficult one. And I hope if anyone's interested that we can dissect this a wee bit further because I have an episode coming up with teacher, competitive or collaborative. And I think that's an interesting one to think about because we really would Do not cut ourselves any slack. And the way that we treat others really should be the way that we treat ourselves as well. I think teachers, we can be very guilty of just keeping going until someone tells us to go home. And the truth is, SMT are on their knees as well. You know, local authorities do not have excess funding. They don't have excess supply staff. So the truth is no one will send you home but you. And you need to be confident enough to make that decision and say, no, I'm not fit for work. Or what I was always taught when I was growing up from my family was that, you know, it's preventative. You don't wait until you are absolutely at the end. You know, you don't wait until you've fallen down and and it's going to take you weeks and weeks to pick yourself back up. For me, if I can feel myself tearing, if I know, you know, it's not going well, I'd rather take a day and rest and recover in advance than let myself become completely burned out and let the stress and the anxiety and maybe the sad, you know, really take over. It's important to me to just be able to allow myself to say, you know, it's absolutely fine to do nothing. The first week of my holiday for s- the spring is now gone. And I have to say I have done nothing but watch TV, sit on my sofa, go for walks. And I-, I think the truth is I'm allowed to do that. There have been moments where I thought, oh, I really, really should be doing my planning. Oh, I really could be organizing my track. And- Oh, I've still got those parents' nights to sort out. Oh, I've still got report cards I could be thinking ahead for. You know, the truth is, actually, the one thing I really wish to do more than anything is I've still got loads and loads of stuff from homeworking, you know, remote learning, when we were teaching at home in my house, in my sort of second office set-up. I'd love to get that in my car and get that back to school. When we were back at school, I was just so fixated on supporting the children and trying to be there, I couldn't get myself... To get my old office organized back to my new classroom, and personally, I'm split across two classrooms now, and I just don't know where anything is. What I would love, really, if possible, would be to go into the school during holiday and just sort my life out. That would make me feel happy. But on the other end of the spectrum, I have to acknowledge that that isn't healthy. You know, obsessing about work, obsessing about your work environment, is not healthy, and it's not what I should be using my holiday for. And anyone who you know wants to do that, I've been the sort of person that's done that during summer holidays before. And I think it's, it's a trade-off. It's your time and your energy for your peace of mind. But I think once you've been teaching quite a few years, you realise the job is never done. There is never, ever a stage where you will look around and you think, oh, I got this. You know, yeah, I have nothing to do in front of me. I have no marking, no planning, no preparation, no personal development, no professional professionalism I could be working on. That is just not going to happen for any teacher across Scotland that I've ever met. And I think the truth is these holiday times, you know, they get thrown in teachers' faces as a profession a lot, but they are necessary. I mean, it's absolutely draining working across stages, across classes, working with your colleagues, working with children from different households, different needs, differentiation. Children that have been through things that take you down emotionally and and really make you empathise and can be very traumatic for the school environment and those people working with those young, vulnerable children as well. And I think it's just so important that we allow ourselves that rest and recovery. And I'm just preaching that to everyone today. I really hope anyone listening out there accepts that, you know, if you would like to just read a good book, not, as I often do, you know, read, try to read the dive into reading novels that are for the next stage I'll be teaching. Read something for yourself. I really enjoyed watching all the Stand Up for Cancer charity, Circle Bake Off, all these things that I would class as sort of, you know, lowbrow TV, things that aren't really stimulating my brain, because the truth is, all the changes of guidance, all the changes in policy, how many emails, how many updates I've had, and I'm sure everyone has had over the last couple of weeks when we have been returning to school for primary practitioners. I am ready to have an empty brain. I am ready to, as my colleague says, I quite enjoy it, swipe away the tabs. You know, I can imagine myself with my finger on my forehead swiping up, closing all the tabs. I thought that was an excellent example she gave and that's something that I think we all need to do. We need to give ourselves the space to say, not today, you know, yes, that's an important task, yes, I could be doing something to benefit my professional learning, yes, I could be organising my classroom, yes, I could be doing my planning or, or doing my parents' night notes, doing something that would assist me further down the line. But right now, the most important thing to me is to rest and recover. And I wish every teacher out there across Scotland just the peace and the sanctuary to find for your own thoughts to actually think of things. You know, we fill our heads with things to do, but You know, it's not actually a to-do list. I hope that maybe we can have some creativity, some freedom. Maybe if you're artistic, maybe you could take this time to do something that's going to benefit your mental health, you know, your general health and well-being as a holistic person rather than something that's going to just benefit your professionalism because the truth is you do that every day. You do that all during the school term year and I think sometimes we really need these holidays to give ourselves the slack that nobody else seems to be able to give us. Just allowing that mental clutter to just disappear from the teaching environment because we're not just teachers, you know, we're also mothers, we're aunties, we're daughters. You know, you're not just miss or missus or missus so-and-so from this school that has a dedication to those, te- uh, to those children, beg your pardon, and to your colleagues. You are a person, you know, you have family that you need to put first, you have social life, you sh- really should be able to enjoy that. And I think this holiday and the holidays that will come up in summer, I hope we will be able to use for that purpose. An app that I found really useful last year or the year before when it was normal teaching times was a fit to teach app, fit to teach, the number two. I found it really helpful. It asked you daily questions and it was about time management. Knowing, do you, did you work through a break or a lunch today? Did you work on an extra hour over your agreed working hours? Did you have an after school meeting today? Did you take something personally? Did you cry? And sometimes it's positive, you know, did you get to go to the bathroom? Did you get all your bathroom breaks today? Did you eat lunch today? You know, did you remember to drink water? Did you do something nice for a colleague or or a pupil in your school today? And I think it really does give you a a general idea that all these days as a teacher can blur together, you know, we have really bad days that stick out to us. And we forget that, you know, if you're constantly returning emails, logging on doing things over and over and over again when it's your personal switch off time you know it can become overwhelming and what I found was I was more red and amber than I ever was green because there isn't enough hours in the day to really as a teacher get your job done so you feel like you're forever and forever chasing your tail forever something to do you know the things that are just like standard non-negotiables would be wiping down your board writing up your next board for the next one marking the jotters and putting them away highlighting learning intentions picking up things off the floor so your cleaner can get in making sure that your desk is organized and you have your plan out for the week if there's upcoming things in the school calendar these just take up so much of our time you know newsletters reports parents nights you know we have like finance weeks we have mental health and wellbeing weeks we have bullying weeks we have cyber awareness weeks we have all these sort of things that teachers have to keep on top of as well as the tracking and the assessment and the general breadth of the access to the curriculum and I think fit to teach was an app that I find particularly helpful and I would recommend that to any practitioner really feeling they need a wee bit of a help to make sure that they are you know keeping in charge of themselves and not letting their work life and workload take over and because I think teachers that is, a, that is something that's open to us, it's very, we're very vulnerable towards it and I do think it's important to acknowledge that you work to live, you don't live to work And although we have signed up to be teachers and our professionalism is dedicated and committed to making a difference across general education and the health and well-being of all our pupils in Scotland, it is important to recognise that everyone has a limit and everyone has a line where you have to be able to draw that to be able to keep yourself safe and well and able to carry on and contribute to the school and the pupils in front of you thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you are all resting and recovering and enjoying the holiday or the long weekend, whichever it was you had. I appreciate all the downloads that have been coming in, the regular listeners, the people, 20 odd folk that are always listening to every episode and I just really appreciate it. And a big thank you to everyone who's had episode suggestions, everyone who's sent on voice clips. We have an upcoming episode, Humour and Humanity in the Classroom, and I think that'll be Um, quite accurate for secondary colleagues when they have a full time return all the pupils in Scotland across secondary, ASN and primary and nursery will be back and we can think about how we really have to use humour and humanity to survive what will be a very odd end to our year our school teaching year and I wish you all the best thank you so much again for listening today remember if you would like to write into the podcast you can do so at time to talk about teaching at gmail.com, that's time to talk about teaching at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, I really appreciate you taking the time tuning in today. Take care, bye bye for now.